Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into a new edition of the Wishbone Shotgun Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. I'm Mike Rifkin, joined by Noah Tremblay, Adam Reader, Tom Russo. Gentlemen, what's going on? We're about to start partying on Saturdays, boys. <laughs> We're going to party on Saturdays. I also to... hope everyone voted. I, I hope anyone's ready to donate their right elbows to Josh Allen here. <laughs> I, he doesn't want mine. He doesn't want. He doesn't want mine either, Adam. I'll let him. I'll let you know that. I can give him my left elbow because I'm right-handed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I figured he was totally fine because he threw that ball at the end, and I was just like, oh, he's fine. Like he's just probably felt a little pain, but now it's probably like maybe you should sit him a game just to be safe. Yeah, we don't. We just don't know. Too early to say. And by time, by time this gets out, the. There'll probably be other news on it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. they were waiting on news on Josh Allen's right elbow. I believe they said it has no structural damage. They said they said it, if anything, it's a slight um, tear, mm-hmm. but it's more of a sp- elbow sprain, is how they're phrasing it. And it's of the UCL, which is the ulnar collateral ligament. If you're a baseball fan, that usually relates to Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. So. We'll wait and see on what happens with Josh Allen, although the Bills are saying day-to-day. But we start with news out of Indianapolis. And to be frank with you, this might have been the right call because it was (laughs) coming. The Colts have fired head coach Frank Reich. I think he was in his fourth or fifth season with the team. And in comes not an assistant coach, not someone in the organization, ESPN analyst Jeff Saturday is going to coach on Sundays. Former former Colt great. Former Colt center. He's in their ring of honor. Mm-hmm. So very interesting move to say the least. Bold move. Bold, very bold move. And I mean. So, I mean, to start off with the Frank Reich thing, I, I, I think we all saw this coming. The Colts have been absolutely atrocious this year. I mean, quarterback woes, uh, defense isn't as good as it should be. How are you not giving Jonathan Taylor all the carries in the world? Yeah, this decision, I think, was easy. It, it's crazy to think, though, after, out of all the coaches, Frank Reich would be one of the – because two two years ago, we're talking about him as coach of the year. Yeah, I and think. I – Yes. We were thinking about them as a Super Bowl contender. Right. But that's yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. Now it's just mm-hmm. all gone way downhill. His time's just run out. Um, yeah, this move was definitely needed, at least for the firing of head Frank Reich. It just wasn't working anymore. Uh, the Saturday thing, I I think this is more a move of I don't think they ter- they plan on making him the long term coach because they've said you know he's not going to be calling plays, he's not going to be doing really anything as far as like on the field stuff. I think this is just more of a they want a head, they want a guy in there who everyone can relate to, who's a good leader, who's a good inspiration like inspirer among the team, and then they'll go find their new head coach next year i i really don't think saturday is going to be the long-term issue i think this is a band-aid solution just to try to refuel or refire something in this team that's just my thought on that's my perspective on it yeah it's just it i mean the firing obviously was it it just it's unfortunate but it was deserved how 
uninspired this team looked the last like two weeks, especially like them playing in New England with with Ellinger playing. And and, and part of this heart, this sucks because it's not his not really his doing. It sounds like the Matt Ryan benching was a um, was an ownership decision. It sounds like the Carson Wentz move was an ownership decision, too. So it's like he's getting the the, the rug yanked out from under him while he's trying to while he's trying to motivate this team and it's just, it's getting worse and worse by the week. But part of that's his decisions aren't stepping up. And, and like you guys said, like Taylor is not getting the ball this year. That's really weird, but also they're selling like also, also they, they traded Hines last week. Also like they're, they're a team that, that we thought was going to be like, good enough to be a buyer and good enough to be a contender and compete for the division. And they're not even close to the core. So, and then the Saturday move is just, it's just really weird, but I think Noah, you, you said it well, that it's, it's, it's not really a strategic move. It's more just like a, Hey, let's just, just like get more attitude change. You know, it's, it's more he, of a, he's more of a, he's just a recognizable guy in Indy. Yeah, that's what he is. Yeah. But it's weird, though. Like I was I was explaining this to somebody that that was like, that's a Bills fan that was wondering why this is so weird. And I was just like, this is just like McDermott stinks all of next this year and next year. And then they hire Kyle Williams because he's a good guy. And yeah. like, it's kind of odd. Yeah, the, the move to fire him, I'm, I'm fully on board because this has been just a disaster of a season starting from the beginning when they had to tie the Texans and they couldn't win, win week one. Then they got 24 up to the Jaguars. They somehow beat the Chiefs whatever, any given Sunday, I guess. But Yeah. <laughs> anyways, so I, I'm okay with this fire because I think it had to be done. But uh, I do not think it's going to make this team any better at all. And I think them benching Matt Ryan. It, once they bench Matt Ryan, I knew this was this was coming because there was no way Sam Ellinger, who I was never high on in the beginning as a quarterback in the NFL, to come in here and and save this team. It wasn't going to happen. Horns, baby, hook them on, <laughs> Sam Ellinger. <laughs> so it felt like that this was just inevitable because they were going to lose a lot of games with Sam Ellinger, and I mean we saw how they looked against New England. That was a complete slaughter. Uh, but New England's a tough team. We we know that. So, but uh, this is just—it was warranted for sure. It's been a disaster of a season. And uh, as far as Jeff Saturday goes, I, I mean, I don't know what to think about it because I don't know any like him as a coach. We don't know anything about how it's going to go. We're that in the dark. So I'm not going to criticize it or anything. But it is definitely weird. I think is the word for it that he just you know basically came out of nowhere. I mean, we've been seeing this guy on ESPN like nowhere near a sideline. And now he's just going to be the interim coach. And maybe in the future, I doubt it. We'll see because I figure they're going to be really bad down this stretch. And uh, they're going to pick a new head coach. They're going to get a good pick. I think they have their pick, right? Or no? They do have their first round pick. They have their pick. They're going to have a new coach. And you can kind of. I think right now they're actually in the top five of the draft. No, they're 14th. They're 14th really? in the draft. Oh, yeah, because they're still have three wins. Well, because, yeah, they have three wins. And look how many teams have two wins. 
It sucks. And like, like, because because like the Steelers have two wins, the Raiders have two wins, the the Broncos have three wins, the Jags have three wins, the Texans have one. Broncos don't own that pick. That's the Seattle. Or whatever. Well, still then. But you've got you know Cardinals have three wins, Rams have three wins, Lions have two wins, Bears and Packers both have three wins. Like there are so (laughs) many teams ahead of them still in the draft. It's like. Oh my God! The team is that including the tiebreaker stuff? Yes, I I I literally checked the draft today. They would be picking number fourteenth right now if the season ended today. See, Matt Miller of ESPN had posted something near about the draft. Let me. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. I probably am wrong, but NFL draft order twenty twenty three. Let me just okay. This is updated projected top ten from Matt Miller. Via oh, it's via the ESPN Pro Football Index. So I guess yeah. that goes into projections and stuff. Right. So uh-huh. like if like I said, if you did it right now, because Houston's one and six, Carolina's two and seven, Las Vegas is two and six, Pittsburgh two and six, Detroit two and six, New Orleans, uh, New Orleans yeah. pick that goes to Philly three and six, three and six Arizona, three and six Jacksonville. Like they're all yeah. above the Colts. And they're three because- five and one, so they're better. Yeah, Hold because on. they're they're a half, they're the they're the tie better than all those other teams. And this is the this is the problem with being in the AFC South. Well, there's usually not any problems, but you're gonna get these wins, and it's like very unlikely that they could ever be one or two because they get to play the Texans twice and the Jacks twice. But uh, one last point on the Colts, I'm I'm gonna make. What has happened to this offensive line and Jonathan Taylor? I, I think that's like why Jeff Saturday was brought in. Because this sense. line has really been bad. Like, it's gone from, like, one of the best to legitimately maybe the worst. And I remember I was playing – I was looking at the fantasy last week, and my opponent, I think, had the Patriots defense. And I couldn't believe my eyes. They had, like, three sacks, and there was, like, six minutes oh. to go in the first – like, six minutes left oh, yeah. in the first quarter. And it's just like, you're not going to win. Like, I know that game's over already. And, like, uh, that's just so sad what's happened to him. So, the final stats, Tom, there were – one, four, seven and a half, uh, eight, nine. They ended up getting nine sacks and they intercept- had a pick six. They had a pick six. They had a blocked <laughs> kick. There were like, I think four, like eight or nine tackles for losses. It was bad. Yeah, it's ugly. But as much as this goes to the offensive line and, and Jonathan Taylor's not having the same year. I mean, we've had this conversation plenty of times on the podcast in our group chat. They've tried over the last three years the same plan. It's to pan, it's to band-aid up the quarterback position. Bill Rivers was a band-aid. Carson Wentz was a band-aid. Matt Ryan's a band-aid. As much as I love the Matt Ryan trade and I thought it was going to elevate this team, doesn't work. Didn't yeah. work. The only one that did work to an extent was Phillip Rivers. Yep. They Wentz got didn't that. work. Matt Ryan didn't work. So the worst day in Colts history is the day Andrew Luck retired because that's when all of this stuff well, went yeah. backwards. There, I saw a tweet yesterday or a couple days ago that summed it up perfectly. The Colts have not recovered from Andrew Luck's shock, shock retirement. No, yeah. and the sad part is we could point the finger at that too, but I'm also going to point the finger at Chris Ballard because I've said this plenty of times. This team needs weapons. Yeah. You can't just be Jonathan Taylor, 35 carries. It can't just be 
Michael Pittman, 11, 12 catches a week. As great as he was, and I hate comparing it, but I'm going to do it because it's the same team. But Peyton, what made Peyton Manning great? Yeah, he could read the defense. Yeah, he threw the ball beautifully. But he had Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Brandon Stokely, Dallas Clark, Edger and James, Joseph Adai. The list goes on and on and on. The Colts but, don't have those weapons. That's the at thing. Their it's disposal. like, and we're seeing it this year. You know, any quarterback is going to struggle if they don't have weapons. Montana, like, is Montana, like, it's just funny how people have this argument. Like, is Montana the same Montana without Rice? Is, you know, Elway the same Elway without Shannon Sharp or yeah. Rod Smith or anybody like that? Is, um, uh, trying to think of the other one. Um, is Jim but, Kelly in the 90s? See the same Jim Kelly without Thurman Thomas and uh, Andre Reed. And I think this goes to a better point because we can look back at the offseason. And what was the story? Star receivers that were moved. You could have had Devontae Adams for, I think it's two first, two seconds, or a first and a second. And if you think you're you good enough to win. You could have done that. And if you you think you're, could have done that. And here's the thing, Colts. If you think you're good enough to win now, the first round picks don't really matter. Not as right, much as they... then your pick or your pick is thirty two and right. Who cares? Yeah. Well, here's, here's something with that too is what I was wondering this week, knowing what we know now that they were going to fire Reich after after last week, which was the trade deadline. Why weren't they a little more active to to sell? Like, why wouldn't they trade Matt Ryan? Yeah, I wonder what Matt Ryan's value was though. Well, I just, I just mean like somebody would have valued him something. Actually, that's yeah. true. The Saints could have used could use a Matt Ryan. Like, what about um, what about Gilmore? Like, Gilmore signed there for two years. Like, yeah. Why not? Why not try get a fourth round pick? Yeah. He, here's the here's the ultimate question: Who wants that job? I don't know. Well, yeah, like not, you bypass those assistants. <laughs> to hire Jeff Saturday. Why would they want to stay if you're bringing in a new coach anyway next year? Yeah, it seems like they well they they've never really been a team to go get the big splashy hire anyway. Yeah, so you're ruling Sean Payton now. I don't I don't know who the heck this is this job is for. Maybe maybe this is the job that the D'Amico Ryan's goes to or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking the same level like a Byron Leftwich, so yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's a tough scene in Indy. Now, the next move for Jeff Saturday is this. Make Peyton the offensive coordinator and hire Pat McAfee to be the special teams coach. Well, Mike, then we won't get him on, on SmackDown commentary anymore. That's fine. Wade Barrett does a phenomenal job also. <laughs> now he's just got to bring back the bad news Barrett gimmick, and, and we're <laughs> fully aware. What's going on? All right. Anything else on the Colts who now sit at three, five, and one? And they play. They have a tough opponent this week as they go to Vegas to play the Raiders. So all you got to do uh, is go down by 20 and you'll win the game. Can we, let, can we have that segue into our next thing? Yeah. Yeah. If you want to talk Raiders football, we could do it. How Josh McDaniels deserves a statue. Does Josh McDaniels deserves to be fired right now, which somehow there's a report. There was a report yesterday that his job is completely safe, which 
how because this team <clears throat> this team it, it's the classic thing of this team is way too talented to be this bad i believed in this i've picked them to win the afc west I said, you know, with Tyree Kill going away from KC, I said, KC will still be dangerous, but this Raiders team is ready to go. You got to, at the time, I thought you had a top five running back in Josh Jacobs. You should have a top, you, you have a top 10 quarterback still, in my opinion, in Derek Carr. You now got the, arguably the best receiver in the league in Devontae Adams. Pair him with Hunter, Ren, Hunter Renfro, who is turned out to be a great you know slot second option Beasley type guy you've got Darren Waller top five tight end and you've got a decent defense and yet this team cannot they are the biggest choke artists I've ever seen in my life you were up was it 26 to nothing against Arizona or 20 to nothing against Arizona I think or, this on one was Arizona. 17 to nothing against the Jags last week. Yeah, this one you were up 17 nothing against the Jags. You were up 17 nothing against the Chiefs. And I, I get the Chiefs are, <laughs> are, you know, comeback kings, but I don't care. When you have a 17 point lead, you should be able to hold that. But tw- like 20 nothing against c- the Cardinals, 17, like, they just choke everything away. I thought this team was going to be unstoppable. I thought this offense would be putting up numbers like it has never seen before. And yet here we are. This team stinks. Devontae Adams is pushing over cameramen and getting and getting fines. Derek Carr looks like a shell of his former self. He's it's, The picks he's throwing are just like, what are you doing? They're Josh, at the clubs in Vegas all the time. Josh Jacobs has like one decent game out of the year. And that's all he's had. Darren Waller's invisible. Well, he, he's missed the last couple of weeks. He's missed the last couple of weeks. But even before that, he, you know, Mike, you talk about Allen Robinson. We need an APB out on Darren oh, Waller. I agree. As, um, a, as a Darren Waller fantasy owner, I know. Well, and the worst part is that the defense is not bad. It, like, they're not they're not getting blown out really anywhere, as far as I remember, unless I'm remembering a game where they got blown out. But they're, they're, they're playing decent. As far I as think like, the only blowout I can think of was that Saints Raiders debacle. Yeah, but that even but but this ago. this offense should be a record-setting offense with the talent they have. But and so basically, in short summary, I'm burying the Raiders. This season is a complete we, waste. Josh we may Mc, have done this already, but we may yeah. have. But yeah, the Raiders are done. Josh McDaniels needs to be a one-and-done coach and never be talked to again for a head coaching position. Uh, and I don't know what you do. I don't know if you get another head coach next year. Does this thing fix itself? Because, again, I'm putting 98% of the blame on Josh McDaniels because this was a team, again, and this is why I keep saying this, this was a team, they even without Devontae Adams, they were at the one-yard line of winning that playoff game in Cincinnati. They were down six points. If they get with, go for the touchdown, they move on, and Cincinnati stays home. The eventual Super Bowl players the eventual AFC champions stay home so the the one thing you bring up about a new coach coming in I think the one question is that coach is going to have is am I tied to Derek Carr or are we going to move on and I get to bring in my own quarterback that's the question I think every candidate for the Raiders will have and you know what the crazy part is? McDaniels did the exact same thing when he coached Denver. I'll never forget, because this is right when I started watching, like, on the regular. 
I, there was an interview with the previous head coach and the guy said, whoever becomes the next head coach of the Denver Broncos, the dumbest thing you can do is blow up this offense. Cause at the time you had like Cutler in his best years, you had, uh Demarius Thomas uh, on the rise. You had Julius Thomas. You had a great running back. Like, and then what did McDaniels do? Blew up the offense and somehow tore this team apart. And what happened? The Broncos fell off a cliff. Listen, don't disrespect Tim Tebow like that. Matt's legend. No, he did. He really disrespected Kyle Orton. Yeah, he expected Kyle Orton to be his guy. Yeah, I know. But then Tim Tebow came through. Right. And so, yeah, it's just, it's crazy that he is, he got hired by the Raiders and now he's doing the exact same thing. He's going to make them suck and he's going to blow up this great offense, which should be putting up historical numbers. Yeah. No, I agree with burying the Raiders 100%. I've probably already done it, but this is just further proof that they're complete joke artists. I don't, I actually think the defense might be even more of a problem than the offense. Like the offense is bad. The defense, though, like when you're choking these leads, like I'm kind of blaming, putting some blame on the defense because, like, the offense put up some points for you. Like, you got to stop them and just, you know, stop falling asleep out there. And honest to God, Mike, you might have been joking about the casino and going out to the clubs. That that could be a real thing. I mean, you're in Vegas, I mean, I said like it jokingly, points. but yeah, you're right. They're 20. I, they could honestly be. And I've always heard the jokes before they moved there. Like, don't move a team to Vegas. You know, the players are just going to get like either addicted to drugs or they're just always going to be tired. And uh, I wonder if we're going to see that over the next few years, if they just always stink the team in Vegas. <laughs> I mean, it's not hurting the golden Knights, but you know, you're right. Yeah, true. The, 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 those aren't American. <laughs> I, I'm just, I think my thing on the Raiders is just, I don't want to say I'm disappointed because I, I didn't think they'd win the division regardless. It's just when you you're up in these games and you continue to have the same issues, it's just, it's bad. It's bad. Bad. Not the fact that they blow the leads. That's bad in some way, but it's how they do it. Like, not a knock on the Jaguars, but the Jaguars aren't that good of a football team. There's no reason to blow a 17-point lead to that team. That's not that good. There's no reason to blow a a 20 to nothing lead against the Cardinals because, trust me, I'll talk about the Cardinals in a few minutes. But the... The, defensively, Chandler Jones has given them nothing. Max Crosby, I think, played well Sunday, but he hasn't been great. The corners freaking suck. I mean, Rocky Sin is legitimately, it's Rocky suck. <laughs> the, the Offensively, you got these great weapons. The offensive line's terrible. Derek Carr, I don't know what's happened to him. He's turned mid. And I think this base is on one thing. Josh McDaniels can't coach, and Mike Mayock is not a draft expert. No. Well, there was there was the tweet yesterday that showed how many like of their first-round picks yeah. they just cut. Yeah, they just cut jo- uh, Wave Jonathan Abram yesterday. He got claimed today by the Green Bay Packers. But what in the blue – these guys don't last there. No, no Mike, I think you're wrong. They last. are experts. They're com- 
the only it's the only explanation that they could have made that many bad picks is that they're experts at being bad. <laughs> like they have the worst draft record in like the first and second round of the past five years, which is impressive. But I mean, the only one I I, I know they cut for for her or for big time reasons was the Damon Arnett guy because he was threatening people with a with gun. Guns. So, yeah. Like Josh Jacobs is one that was, I guess, a great pick. Like that's one I can think of. He's good. And and he's Derek a running has been really good. Yeah. For the most part. But I don't know. I I, I don't know what the I don't know how you solve it. I, I think this team, honestly, you just got to blow up this offense and just really rebuild. And like, cause you can get draft picks for Derek Carr because I'm sure a team would take a Derek Carr. I'm sure a team would take Jacobs. Obviously, someone's going to take Devontae Adams. Someone will but take Devontae Adams. Well, just signed it. Like, you just signed him. I don't know what you're supposed to do. It's got to be coaching because this team, again, this team is too talented to be sucking this much. Uh, yeah. Like you said, Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, they had the fewest sacks in the league. Or one uh, of the bottom tier? They, they were up there. That point. should not happen. Max Crosby had 15 and a half sacks last year. Chandler Jones had like 18 and a half. They should not be almost last in sacks. That's just insane. The Raiders are... I don't care about the Browns. <laughs> uh, the Raiders are... The Raiders are last in the NFL in sacks. With Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. With, How? Here's the best <laughs> part. They're not a double digits yet. Oh, my God. They have nine sacks in eight games. Crosby and, and Chandler Jones getting like $30 between them. Yeah. Like, like, come on. The Patriots just got nine sacks in a game, Raiders. Come on. The, like, the, Cowboys, <laughs> the Cowboys yeah. had nine sacks in a game. <laughs> um, okay, so Cross. Oh, all right. We can't blame Crosby. Take everything bad. You say Max Crosby has six of the nine sacks. Yeah, oh my like, god! Chandler Jones, like, doesn't Chandler Jones have like nothing too? Chandler Jones is all right. So Max Crosby is at least trying. Did Chandler Jones just cash in because he had that five sacks in one game and then got he like had ten five sacks, sacks of the season opener last year? Yeah, did he just like cash in he, on that? He has half a, Chandler Jones has eleven tackles and half a sack. Pretty much, yeah. That's oh my god, he's not yeah, going to get the five sacks on the season. 17, 17 total tackles because eleven solo, six assisted, half a sack. That's it. Wow. Wow, that's that's almost Albert Hainsworth busty in level. Yeah. Seriously, oh my god! Yeah. So from yeah, one that's, disapp- that's this my one disappointment to another disappointment. First of all, we got to give credit to where it's due. Adam, you were the only one with a set of guts on the podcast last week to take the take lies. the lies. I did, I did because I said. I said I really can't pick. I can't pick Green Bay right now against anyone. They're just they're horrible. <laughs> they're getting worse every week. <laughs> and they just they lost, really are getting. They worse. just they just lost Dobbs for the season, right? <laughs> Romeo Dobbs. I'm not sure on Dobbs. I know Rashawn Gary's done for the year now. I don't know but, season, but he's long term. Yeah. But but you might as well might as well yeah. call it the season because it's over, sweetheart. 
Yeah, I put three and the, six. You're put done. The, put the knife in the Packers' back. I'm done with Aaron Rodgers. Get off this team. Get out of the league. You're you're washed up. Uh, three Ooh. interceptions in the red zone. You know, and um, who was it uh, on first take? Who's the host on first take? The woman. Uh, oh, Molly Quirm. Molly Quirm. I, I, I hope I'm pronouncing the last name yeah. right. Molly Quirm. Sure. She had a very good point. I wanted to throw to you guys to, to see your opinion too. Why aren't the Packers held to a higher standard than this? I feel like we keep making excuses for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And you know what's funny is that last year, you know, Everyone called, even myself, called for like Mike McCarthy to get fired from the Cowboys. And we like thought that Dak wasn't the answer. And people keep questioning Dak. And is he the right guy? Why is no one talking about Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay right now and Matt LaFleur? Because oh, you know, I don't call LaFleur on the hot seat because I think he probably is. Just because like of how much Paul Rodgers has. And if the second Rodgers doesn't like him anymore, he could be out of there. <laughs> right. I just, I, I'm just like I said, I'm just done with Aaron Rodgers. He blames everybody but himself. And then he comes out, has a terrible game like this. And those picks were not his, were not anybody else's fault. They were his. He yeah. puts out a terrible game like this and they just blames everybody else. I'm done yeah. with him. I, I don't think he's blaming everyone else. See, I'm interpreting this in a different way. I think he's actually trying to at times motivate the younger players, whether how it's interpreted or not. I think he's pointing the finger at the front office. And because let, let, let's call spade a spade here. The front office is the one who traded Devontae Adams. The front office is the one that refuses and continually refuses to get him help on the offensive side of the ball. Flip it. This team was supposed to be good on defense. They're not good on defense. Especially against the run, horrible. They do no, – here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers, the last two years, won back-to-back MVPs. Whether you agree with the decisions or not, he's back-to-back MVP guy. So whatever issues they had, they could be solved because Aaron Rodgers had Devontae Adams, which opened up Tanyan, Lazard, Aaron Jones. Joe Schmo could play in that offense. They don't have that guy now to open up that offense. And that just sprinkles out all the other issues because they're not that good. And Aaron Rodgers can't pull Houdini axe out of his you-know-what right now because this team just doesn't have it. They, for whatever the reason is, they don't have it. And, and I'll tell you this, you know, you, you said – Pack it up. It's his last year in Green Bay. I agree. But I think well, he's going to go play somewhere else next year. Well, cool. He can go there and suck, too. Because because it it's not just the team that, to me, is, is again, and I'm just so and, – and it's not just you, my, like what you said, my, but I, and I get that the team is not good and the front office has not done as much favors to Aaron Rodgers as they should. But we know – wasn't the reason Dante Adams left was because Aaron Rodgers was becoming a douchebag? No, he left because they wouldn't give him top receiver money. And when they came to him, it was too late. So they they kept – this is all secondhand red. They, he came to them saying, I want to be pl- paid X. 
highest pay receiver like everyone else. And they said, yeah, we'll get it done. And they kept pushing it back and back and back. And then before Rodgers came back, he wanted them to take care of him. And they said, we got it. We're going to take care of it. They never got it done. And then Adam said, I'm, I'm out. Still, though, I, I just I'm done with. You know, I'm done with Rodgers because he's he's clearly just washed up. I mean, I understand he doesn't have any receivers, and I totally get that. But you were supposed to be this champion who can make it work with anybody, and yet here you are. And it just this whole way of motivating players, of criticizing them, it doesn't work. Ask Mike Tomlin, didn't work then. Ask Aaron Rodgers, it ain't gonna work now. Well, just think or about Mike Tomlin. He gets dragged into this. Think about being a Romeo Dobbs or something, and like they. Rodgers didn't show up to – he didn't go to OTAs, and you're trying to get on the same page with this offense, and then all of a sudden he's going to blame people like you. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like he's not putting in the work either. So how can I say that you are – or can believe you when you're telling everybody else that it's their fault or saying that's not your fault? No, dude, it is your fault. You could have – you know, I understand, but they did draft two receivers in the second round. Hey, Rodgers, go in there, work with these guys, build the chemistry, and then you have a great offense. But no, you decide to whine and complain and throw your little hissy fit, wham, wham, me, me, and then here's what, reap the rewards, dude. This is the one thing I'm going to say off of this, because it just, it comes to me each time. The Eagles paid up one first-round pick to get A.J. Brown and then gave him $20 million a year. The Packers had two first-round picks. You couldn't have figured that part out. They're not not paying Hurts $45 million. Who else are they paying? Outside Rodgers, who who else is getting paid paid? Well, Aaron Jones got paid. Okay. Also, uh, th- this money comes from the fans since they own the team. But, right. Gary know. Gary got paid, right? Jair Alexander got paid. All right. So, you, But you can still go out and pay a receiver because we know the NFL has – there are teams with unlimited money, even though there's a cap. The Rams proved that point. They also suck. Yeah. F them picks. F your three and six record. Ooh. <clears throat> hey, but a Super Bowl – Listen, and they could flaunt that Super Bowl all they want. They're going to be home in a couple of months anyway <laughs> when the season's over. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're choke artists too. Yeah, Stafford not having the year he had last year. Cooper could, Cup's the Cooper Cup's the only thing on this offense. Could Matthew Stafford just retire after this year? No, because he should just – Freaking retired after the Super Bowl. He really should have. He really should have. He got what he needed. He proved he was a great quarterback. He should have went, all right, I'm but done. That, you know, because they, again, no, you just said it. They just paid him too. Yep. And then there's this whole stuff now. McVay's going to retire when Stafford, Donald, Ramsey, and Cup all leave. And- oh, I, yeah, and I'm done with him too. He's an arrogant jerk who thinks he's like the revolution of football and you're 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 a good offensive coach, but you're not much else. Yeah, so Rams are done at three and six. Also, I'm done with them, and I'm also done with American hero Cliff Kingsbury. I'm done. 
You're three and six. You're a terrible coach. You should have been fired yesterday. Your quarterback sucks. And the only reason Kyler Murray's ever relevant is when DeAndre Hopkins is in the lineup. <clears throat> Defense True. can't stop anybody. You got swept by Geno Smith. <laughs> That's embarrassing. But you know what, though? The Cardinals play the Rams this week, so one of these loser teams has to win, or they're going to tie. Oh, I'm so hoping for and, and Tommy, here's the funny part. Stafford's in concussion protocol. He may not play. Oh, Kyler yeah. Murray didn't practice with a hamstring injury. He may not play. Oh my God. This is oh my God. Weird. Wait, this so is who, a real talk. Hold on, hold on. So who hold on? I'm gonna find out now. Who would this be then against? That would be Colt McCoy against John Wolford, I believe. Oh my god, give me give me that. Yeah, wasn't there a game? Didn't they didn't they have a game where we they played backup versus backup like and yeah, it was it like was John Wolford versus yeah. someone else. The CFL guy was played for the Cardinals last year. I don't know if it might have been two years ago, but there was this. There's this. I think he was on the Jets this offseason. Oh, Chase oh, Strebler. Oh. Yeah, Strebler. Yeah, Strebler, yeah. yeah. I believe he's it on was, the team still. It was because uh, the last week of the year, uh, Goff was dealing with an injury, and then uh, whoever was the quarterback for Cardinals was dealing with an injury as well. So yeah, we ended yeah. up getting that. Yeah. So, oh. but yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm like, Cardinals are done. This team is nothing. I mean, listen, listen to these rushing yard. Listen to these rushing numbers from the game against the. Or wait, am I looking at the right game? Hold on. Yeah. Um, so the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, eight carries for 60 yards. James Conner, seven carries for 45 yards. And then Eno Benjamin, four carries for 12 yards. That's it. That's all they have for rushing. It's just, Oof. it's just terrible. You know, it's just, this team is just awful. And I thought they would do the whole thing when they did last year. They'll start off hot and then we'll see what happens. And no, it's just been, no, they've they're just never bad. gotten hot. And they it, won't it get never, hot. the engine never started. Clifford, the big red bird. Yep. All right. Uh, I got, I got um, two teams that we previously buried that I, I'm questioning, and I'm, I'm. We're gonna call this a mini revival. I'm not officially calling this a revival, like they're <laughs> actually in contention or anything. One of them I actually think can be, and one I don't think. But I, I'm, I'm thinking about as less joke than I was two weeks ago. Um, one of them is I just got to give a little bit of respect to the Bears. I mean, yeah. Fields, Fields went from like throwing ten passes a game. And, and having these hilarious passing props on, on DraftKings, is, is he going to throw more than 70 yards? He's <laughs> actually <laughs> <laughs> like, becoming pretty good. He's, he's, he's having a couple nice plays a game. He's, he's running really well. Um, he's making better decisions. He's, he got Claypool this week. Uh, um, he did a little bit. Not, not, nothing too crazy, but it's – as, as long as they just keep investing in him and stuff, I mean, this is the potential we want to see. I mean, uh, it's I guess it's more just this year they're done because they just traded away their two best defensive players. How are they going to compete? They're not going to be they're not going to be competing, competing. But they're they're at least like I'll take them as a spoiler team the rest of the season, though. I mean, they'll they'll probably finish second in the division at this point. That's see that that's the thing. They might be able to even beat Green Bay now. Yeah, for sure. They're going. Um, the other one, I just, I, I'm going to throw out as a, we just killed too soon, um, and that's New England. 
Yeah. They're not they're not dead. Like they're 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 we laughed about the we laughed about the whole Bears Patriots thing and about the Mac Jones and, and um Bailey Zappy thing, but that that that's over now. Like that that was a a thing of the past and Mac Jones is gonna play and he's gonna do the Mac Jones thing and be average. The team is pretty good though. Like the like the um the run game is, is pretty solid and the defense is great. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I buy them. I think it's right. Wait, what? I, I don't know if I buy them yet, just yet. I know they're good because it's Belgian coach team, but they own the Jets. No offense, Tom. Yeah. They own the Jets. And we talked about the Colts to open up the show. So I'm not saying they're bad. But I, I, I need to see a little bit more before I say, you know what? Even at five and four, I'm going to crown them back. Yeah, in. I mean, if you look at their last couple of games, it's like, well, the Jets didn't play well against them, and they never have in a Zach long Wilson time. Zach Wilson literally hands them the game. Right, Zach Wilson yeah. hands them the game, and then they play against the Colts team that's crumbling at, at the seams. Yeah. But- and they're on by this week. So then they, then they play the Jets next week. Yeah. Then they go to Minnesota on Thanksgiving night. I don't know why that's the night game Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Then they play the Bills for the first time. Oh. Then they get back-to-back primetime games. They get the Cardinals on a Monday night. And they get the Raiders on a Sunday night. Ew. See, then they see play that, the, the Bengals. I think that if they if they were to beat a team like the Bengals and then just kind of squeak ahead of the Chargers, like there's a chance that they're a wild card team, and there's a chance that there's actually a chance I think that all three AFC East losers would would be wild card teams. The way things are going, if, it's kind of like what we thought the AFC West was yeah, going to be. Yeah, yeah Bengals, pretty much. If the Bengals and the Chargers slip between slip behind these teams, which they're not, neither of them is meeting their full potential right now. It's very possible. The, the Chargers, I don't know what the Chargers' problem is. Like, yeah. they can't get out of there. Like, I don't know if Herbert's still hurt. I, the receivers, are, I know, are banged up, but ugh. yeah. So, mm. but we'll yeah, see. That, I def, definitely would trust the Patriots right now more than the Bears. But yeah, I'm I'm with Mike. <clears throat> it might be a little bit more a false hope because, again, if you know, if you take the Bears and the Pulled out of this, like they're three and four, they're struggling a little bit. So, yeah, believe me, I don't want to see it. I'm just saying. And Matt Patricia still calls their plays offensively. Yeah, that we laugh at now. Now all of a sudden, they're they kind of have a good record again. <laughs> right. By the way, I don't know if you guys heard Belichick at his press conference. I don't know if it was today or yesterday, saying, "Oh yeah." Uh, Shaq Leonard of the Colts kind of knew what when some plays were coming on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, because your offense doesn't do the much, Bill. It's not that uh talented out there. Uh, yeah. Can I just ask one thing? Are we ready to crown the AFC East the best division? Uh, it might honestly it's it's it's, it's either East, honestly. Yeah, the which NFC which is, is it, which is insane to say that's either East division. Because I'm all in on the Patriots. I'll dig them up all day. I probably didn't even bury them though. I will bury up the Jets. It's a Homer thing, but I'm burying them up because we probably buried them week after week one, and they have a legit shot to squeak in this wild card thing. 
right now? Do I think it's going to happen? It's like a toss up to me. It's I a toss up, but I, I think I definitely buried them. So I'll dig them. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the NFC East is contention too. I mean, Eagles are undefeated. Cowboys are great. Giants are just succeeding despite themselves. And Washington, we thought they were dead, but they're they're four and five. If if you're unburied, if you're reviving the Patriots, Commanders are four and five. They're four and yeah. five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But one thing I will say about the Commanders, I feel like their wins are the most. Like I'm not punishing them, but they beat that Bears game twelve to seven. That stupid Colts game, they choked. Their wins are like all jokes. But I'll still give them credit. Four and five is incredible. For so, that so t- Tom, here, here's your four wins for the Commanders. Uh-huh. They beat the Jags week one. Yeah, the Jags. They beat. <laughs> they won that Bears game. They beat the Packers and they beat the Colts. Anybody can beat the Packers now, so that officially is, you know. And they listen. <laughs> they gave the Vikings a run for their money, although that play with the umpire had something to do with it. I mm. I felt like I wasn't watching the game; I was watching the score. And just by looking at the score, I really thought that was that the Vikings were going to fall to the the Commanders this week. Or last but week. That, that one play that that umpire, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously, like, well, like on. that's an interception. Mm-hmm. And you, he sets a pick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. And I mean, and Mike, I think you said this a couple weeks ago too. Taylor Heineke should just started from the get go. Yeah, he's been he, playing really just well. Give him the job. Or, just give you him. Wanna, you know, let, let Hal. You know, give Hal a shot. At, but Heineke should be the guy. He he's should be. Enough. I mean, let me let me just look up his stats really quick while. Adam sets up his game uh, next thing here, but I just want to see his stats real quick this year so far. So, so far he's come in, he's got a 64% completion percentage, 630 yards, uh, five touchdowns, only two picks. Like, That's let, enough. Let the guy start. And you get a free sponsor with it too. Crack open right. a free, crack open a Heineken while you watch Heineken. Exactly. It writes itself. But yeah, no, but as far as best division, it's either East, which is again is amazing to be saying. Yeah. Or the NFC South. Go Panthers. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, all right. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Uh, let's yeah, roll. Let's hear it. All right. This is what this is what we're gonna do. I have um we're gonna do this is gonna be rapid fire style. This is a test of your football trivia, your general gut instinct, and just general knowledge of, of uh team matchups and stuff. Okay. What we're going to do is I have assembled a list of random team matchups, team A versus team B, and you're going to tell me who you think leads the all-time series. Okay. Of, okay. of those teams. And and basically, huh. we're going to just – you're going to all give me a pick, and I'll give you who leads the all-time series, and then I'm going to give you one point. We got 25 of these. They're all gonna. This is going to be very quick, but I'm just going to see. We'll just tally the points at the end. Okay. See who's got the best gut for this kind of thing? All right. All right. All right. Uh, first series. Wait, does this count playoffs? I'm sorry, I have to ask. Yep, it's anything. And 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 okay. thing before we start too. Okay. Um, the Titans obviously count with the Oilers. Um, yeah. Okay. And the, the Browns count with the old Browns. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. The first uh, one is Colts Vikings. Ooh. Ooh. No. Hmm. 
We'll start. We'll just start. Go around the circle. All right. Uh. Well, I'm gonna count the Baltimore stuff in there. Are they obviously United and stuff in those? I'm definitely saying Colts. Okay. I'm gonna go Colts too. Okay. I'm torn on this one because you also got Fran Tarkenton who played for the Vikings. You know, I'll, I'll go Colts. All right. It was the Colts. They lead the series 17 to 7 and 1. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one Rams, Raiders. Ooh. Rams, Raiders. Uh... Okay. This one's interesting because uh, gut said, my gut says Rams. Because you had the greatest show on turf. You had, even when the Sam Bradford days, they would squeak out a couple. You had the Rams of like the early days. Yeah. I'm going to. But yeah, the Raiders of the 70s and the 80s. Rapid fire. <laughs> all right, all right, Rams. I'm Raiders. Okay. I'm going to go Raiders, too. All right. And the correct answer was the Raiders lead at 8-6. to six. Oh. <laughs> All right, next one. That's what you get for shit talking the Raiders. Falcons, Texans. Fal- uh, Falcons, Texans. All right, Mike. Ooh. I'm going to go Texans. Matt Schaub revenge. Matt Schaub revenge. I guess the Texans. Uh, the Falcons. Falcons. <laughs> All right. It was the Texans. Three to two. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm an idiot. What am I Never doing? doubt Matt Schaub. Come on. Next, Titans Broncos. By the way, that's a matchup this week. <laughs> it is. Titans Broncos. Uh... Oh, so this also counts as the Oilers in the Broncos. Yeah, but you had Elway and Manning for years. Yeah, Broncos. Okay. I'm going to go with the Broncos, too. I'm going to go Oilers-Titans. All right, and Mike is our champion so far. He's It's the Titans 24-18-1. to 18 and one. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm next, just, I, next, I'm next is Dolphins-Niners. Oh, um, I'm going Niners. Niners. Yeah, give me the Niners. All right, you're all wrong. It was the Dolphins, eight to six. Sweet. Really? Take yeah. that, Joe wow. Montana. Okay. Even though you won a Super Bowl against the Dolphins, that's all another conversation. <laughs> Next, Panthers, Lions. Panthers. I got to pick Panthers because the Lions are the Lions. <laughs> all right, I'll go on Panthers. All right, it was the Panthers seven to three. Yeah. Ooh. All right, next Packers and Bills. Bills, Bills always upset them. Yeah, the, well, the Bills—they've never won in Buffalo. The Packers, so I'm yeah. gonna go the Bills. I don't know. Am I the only one afraid? Of, I'm gonna go Packers because weren't the Bills really bad for a long time? <laughs> yeah. They were, but the Bills lead at nine to five. Oh, yeah! All the all those yeah. losses in in Buffalo matter. I think. All right, Eagles, Ravens, Ooh. Ray Ravens, Eagles. I'm gonna go Ravens. Give me the AFC. All right, it was the Ravens three to two and one. Ah. All right, the Chiefs. Commanders and obviously commanders counts as everything else. <laughs> uh oh, this one is interesting. I'm gonna go commanders. Yeah, Dysman and and um Riggins in the day. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go Chiefs. I'll go Chiefs. I'm gonna go Chiefs just because of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, it's it's 10, 10 to one Chiefs. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> okay. Terrible. Uh, Seahawks Bears. Oh god. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bears. I'm gonna go the Seahawks. I'm gonna go Bears. They they have the 85 team. And it is the Seahawks actually, eleven to eight. Yeah. Good. You know what? I'm gonna credit the one person who deserves it. Good job, Serge. I was surprised that one. All right. Cardinals, Jets. Cards. Oh boy. Um, All I remember yeah. is that the the was it John Skelton, Greg yes. McElroy? John game? Skelton, Greg <laughs> McElroy. The Jets won it seven to six. For that reason, give me the Jets. Yeah, I'm with Tom. Give me the Jets. And it was the Jets. Six six to four. Yay. Ah. Greg McElroy saved us. <laughs> Jaguar Saints. Oh god. Jags. Jags, because I remember the John Carney missed extra point. Oh. <laughs> I want to go with the Saints because the Jaguars are a disgrace. Like they're terrible. They <laughs> are Saints five to two. <laughs> uh, all right. Patriots Cowboys. Uh Tom Brady never lost to the Cowboys. So I'm definitely gonna say, oh, but they had Cowboys. They had all the teams in the 90s and the 80s when the Patriots were terrible. Yeah, but the Patriots had those cool red uniforms. I'll, I'll go Cowboys. I guess I'll go Cowboys. They're a very good franchise. The Patriots are only good for Tom Brady era. Yep, Cowboys 8 and 6. Okay, it was close. We're over, a little over halfway. Bengals, Bucks. Bengals. Bengals, the Bucks are a bad franchise. Yeah, the Bucks were terrible for a long time, so I'll go Bengals. Wrong. It's the Bucks seven to five. Oh my God. All right. Eagles, Jets. Tom knows the answer to this. <laughs> Do I just get the point? Is this including the preseason games? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Eagles. Mike? I'll say Eagles, too. It's the Eagles. <laughs> The Eagles. This I had to put this one because it was crazy. It's Eagles are twelve and off against the Jets. The Eagles have never lost to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, it's a really weird stat. Oh my never god! <laughs> it's like the only, I think it's the only combination of teams that's never beaten. The it other. is. It's the wow. only one. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, Steelers, Panthers, Steelers. Gotta go, Steelers. Yeah, I'll go Steelers. Yeah, it's you know, six to one. I was starting to think maybe you picked a weird one to try to throw us off. <laughs> yeah. Once. Uh, uh, next is our uh, first divisional one. Broncos, Chargers. Broncos. Ooh. I'm going to go Broncos, too. Elway. Go char- I'll be different. I'll go Chargers. It was the Broncos, 70 to 55. Way to go, okay. Dan Fouts. All right. Next is a former divisional matchup. Bills, Colts. Mm. Um, Give me the Colts. I'm going to go Colts. It was the Bills, 38 to 33 and one. Oh, very close. I love the and one. Yeah, Yeah. I know there's a lot of and ones. (laughs) Seahawks, Dolphins. Oh, Um, 
Uh, give me Dolphins. I guess I'll take the uh, yeah, I'll take the Dolphins. I'll go Seahawks. And it was the Dolphins, eight to five. Hmm. Thanks a lot, Serge. <laughs> Niners, Patriots. Niners. Ooh, it's a weird one. Uh, give me Niners. the Niners. Yep, it was Niners, nine to five. All right, Patriots, Browns. Patriots. Browns. Give me the Patriots. <laughs> oh, it, this one I just put on here because it's weirdly closer than you think it is. It's Patriots by 14 to three, 13. Wow, that is really because be, close. Well, because of all the 80s teams and Kozar and all those yeah. guys. But they've gotten upset by Cleveland even with um, when uh, Mangini was there and stuff. Yeah. Damn, yeah. I really thought the Browns had him in that. Yep. All right. Giants, Texans. Giants, Texans? Yes. Texas. Again, game this week. Um, give me the Giants. They won a decent amount of games in the Eli. <laughs> I don't remember much about the Giants and Texans play, but I'll go Giants. It's the Giants four to one. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got three more. Cardinals, Lions. Cards. Cardinals. Cardinals just because the Lions are terrible. Lions. <laughs> 35, 28, and 6. Jesus. They've had six ties? Oh, my God. That's what I'm talking about. Those are are 1940s NFL players. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Bears, Browns. Bears. Browns. Bears. And it was the Browns, 10 to 7. Jeez. Those '80s Browns teams were way better than you than we think they were, and they even in the early '90s before they left. Yeah, All bring right. back Tim Couch. Here's the last one. Get your points back. Uh, Raiders Titans. Oh, so this includes Oilers. I'll say Oilers Titans. Uh, Raiders. I'll. Go Raiders too. All right. It was the Raiders 30 to 22. Ooh. Okay. All right. Uh, we got some interesting results here. Um, coming in at third place with 12 out of 25, Noah. Yeah. And tied in first place and second place. We have Mike and Tom with 16 out of 25. Boom. Ooh, did, did we beat the uh, curve? It did better than half. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Good game, everyone. All right. That's fun. All right. All right. So move on to the picks for the week. So last week, everyone did very well. Mm, we should have bet. Noah and I had the same record, and Tom and Adam had the same record. Noah, you and I went nine and four. Oh, God. Tom and Adam went 11 and 2. Holy God. God. Here's the funny part. Adam won with the Lions. Tom took the Packers. Tom took the Bucks, and Adam took the Rams. So those are your differences. Wow. What were the teams that you and I took? That Oh, we both took the Raiders and the... Uh, we took the... 
Raiders. I took the Falcons. I must take the Falcons. And I don't even need to ask what the other loss was that we both had. Yes. <laughs> I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you I, gotta I, start having faith in your own team, Tom. Jesus. You know, Christ. I I don't think I picked. Oh no, I picked them once. I think against the Steelers. That's <laughs> Trubisky. Come on. Like, well, I I mean, you're not gonna pick them this week. I can tell you that much. I know I won't. All right. We start with a Thursday night battle between the Falcons and the Panthers. Oh, my God. This game is so weird. Of course, the last one came down to whatever. The last one was great. Yeah, the last one was great. And then you had DJ Moore, that penalty that should have been a penalty, whatever. Um, the Panthers looked terrible last week. And the Falcons starting? Is Bacon starting or is I PJ Walker? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. But the Falcons at least put up a good fight against the Chargers. I'm going to go Falcons. I'll say Falcons sweep them. Yeah, I'm gonna go the Falcons. They're just they're a little bit better right now, and the the Panthers are competitive, but they're not good. Yeah, I like the Falcons more this year. They were close with the Chargers. I mean, and the Panthers were the opposite of close last week with the Bengals. It was thirty-five nothing at one point. Yeah, yeah, I'll take the Falcons too. Although, very tempted to take neither. Uh, first NFL game in Germany. Mm. Never thought I'd say these words. The six and three Seahawks take on the four and five Bucks. Give me the ups. I never thought I'd say this either. Give me the Seahawks. Yeah, I don't even know if it's an upset. Really, I was no. Actually, it is. The Bucks are favored. Oh come on! I'm gonna bet on that. (laughs) The Bucks are favored by three, and if you go on the ESPN website, it gives them an 85 percent chance to win. That's astronomical. Come on. Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going Seattle too. I'm gonna go with Seattle too. I'm not buying into the propaganda. I usually try to pick the favorite, but like no way. Take the Seahawks too. Big Seahawks guy. All right. Actually, ironic because Adam just mentioned this matchup in his game. Texans Giants. Giants. Giants, definitely. Yeah, Giants. They're playing for something. They win, they're going to be seven and two. Who, who would have thought that? I will admit, though, just real quick on first things first, uh, what is his name? Uh, Greenberg, uh, Mike Greenberg said, Saquon Barkley is the obvious MVP just because if you take him away from the Giants, they're, they're winless. Probably. <laughs> I think you got other guys in there. Who? Wait, is this non quarterbacks or including quarterbacks? It was all non quarterbacks. Oh, you, you got to include Tyree Kill in this conversation. Everyone else had Tyree Kill, but Greenberg was like, at least the Dolphins have something if they don't have Hill. They still have Waddle and Kaseki. Giants have Green, nobody Greenberg else. Greenberg just said that because he's salty that the Jets didn't get Tyree Kill. <laughs> yeah, but no, I agree with him, though. Giants, but Giants. Giants. All right. We don't know the status of Josh Allen, but Vikings, Bills. Uh, um, I'm going Vikings. I'm going to pick Minnesota because I'm assuming Keenum's going to start. Nope. In a case, Keenum revenge game. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. And Diggs and Diggs, and Diggs revenge game. Yeah. Um, I- I'm going to really base this off Josh Allen's. Yeah. So give me the uh, bills for now. And if they rule him out, I'm going to let you know and switch to the Vikings because I'm not picking it. against Josh Allen in Buffalo. Yeah, I, <laughs> I might just do that and just say Vikings. Yeah. Not, unless I know yeah. I have. I mean, he is the difference maker for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do the same thing as Tom, but I'll let myself know. 
That's how it's going to work. All right. NFC North showdown. Lions, Bears. Bears. Yeah, I'll go Bears too. I'll go Bears because Fields is kind of figuring it out. The Lions won't make it two in a row. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett revenge game. Browns, Dolphins. 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 Yeah, Dolphins. Time for them to get into a groove because the spooky Jets and Patriots are coming. She <laughs> was undefeated this year. Hmm? Oh, yeah, that's true. He has been great. I, I will admit that. You yeah, cannot yeah. say And he should be in the MVP conversation. Probably. I mean, I would. Wait, wait, wait. You said Tua, not Brissett, right? I'm making yeah, sure. Tua. Yeah, Tua. Yeah, yeah, Tua. Yeah, that, that, that was the hot take I was telling you guys. I'll say Jacoby Tua deserves been okay. to be in this conversation. I mean, if we're talking non quarterbacks, then Chubb should definitely be in an MVP conversation. I'm not going to argue that one. I love Chubby. Yeah, can't but believe they... I just called him Chubby. <laughs> Broncos Titans, another game Adam mentioned. Titans, easy, easy. All right, I'll go with the Titans. The Broncos offense is just—I can never get on board with them. Okay. Poor Russ, he never had a chance. Broncos mm-hmm. country, let's go hide. Broncos country, <laughs> let's ride horses. All right, game of the week: Jaguars Chiefs. Chiefs. Ooh. Every game this week is not is like not good. Jeez. So far, not a great look. This is the bye week too, so I'm supposed to be watching games this week. <laughs> yeah. Listen, j- just wait till we get to the Monday night game. Oh Same yeah, Steelers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then Pittsburgh. I'll go, I'll go Saints. I go Steelers. Yeah, give me Steelers. I guess the Saints. I guess the Saints. I don't even know why I'm picking Pittsburgh. Other than I don't know whether to, why I want to pick either of these teams, but Andy Dalton's been better than Kenny Pickett, I guess. And all right, I'm going to take the Saints, too. The game the other night was torture. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me. Ravens defense, stand up. Uh, yeah. Colts, Colts Raiders. Oh, God, I don't know how you picked this one. Uh, I'm going to go Raiders. Raiders, because I one is coached. NFL before. <laughs> yeah, Raiders because Sam Ellinger and Jeff Saturday, like this is like a like a group project, like a science project of like what a team's supposed to look like. Like, I don't know what this is. I really after, don't. After last week's debacle, I'm not taking the Raiders. Give me the Colts. Oh you say, God. wow, okay. Please be careful, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyone got the guts to take the Packers against the Cowboys? This is the one. This is the only time I will be confident that the Cowboys will be there in Rogers. Packers. Or no, no, I'm not sorry. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> oh. Dude, it's in Green Bay. Huh? <laughs> Spooky Green uh, that's Bay the only reason I was on. tempted, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, uh, I'll take the Cowboys too. <laughs> Rams, Cardinals. Oh my God. I don't even know. Honestly, g- g- <laughs> I can't. They're both horrible, but. I then guess just go I'm, with the home team. Yeah, I'll just go Rams. Yeah, I'll just that, go Rams. That's what I do when both teams are horrible. Go home team. Go home field advantage. So go Rams. Yeah. Okay, Rams across the board. Chargers, Niners. Niners. Uh, Niners. 
Adam yeah. Schefter did say they're supposed to get healthy this week. So I, I like the Niners, but that minus seven and a half spread I saw kind of steep. Do I really think they win by more than a touchdown? No. So maybe bet on that. I don't know. I don't know. How bad are the Chargers? Like, are they really? I don't know. It's just they're not healthy. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Oh, yeah, Keenan Allen has not played. I had him in fan. I have him. In I have him in fantasy too. And, we, and like, and like Herbert, I think is clearly playing hurt. So, you know, because like the Chargers have been disrespected in the the betting community these past two, the past few weeks, really bad. Like the Falcons were almost favored over them. Like it's just like, where, how bad is it? Yeah. All right. And Monday night we got the Eagles and the Commanders. Eagles oh. keep it going. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Why? That's the be- biggest spread of the week for sure. <laughs> it's eleven points. Yeah, joke, joke. <laughs> All right, uh, locks. Uh, I'll take Chiefs Jags. <laughs> uh, I'll do Giants Texans. Okay, you- wait. Who who took the Chiefs? I'll take Chiefs. Okay, you took Chiefs. No, it took the Giants. Uh, just give me, I guess, give me Dallas. I'll go a little tougher than usual. Hmm. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go Chiefs. I went with the Raiders last week and it blew up on me because the Raiders stink. Why would you do pick the Raiders as a lock of any? Listen, it was looking good when they were up 17 to nothing. <laughs> then, they, then they just well did what the Raiders do. <laughs> then what happened? Tell us about it. <laughs> then what happened? Then what happened? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Patrick Graham's defense. I don't know what Derek Carr's doing. I don't know what kind of parting Josh Josh McDaniels had to go to the same nightclub Urban Meyer did in Jacksonville. Oh God, Pete's sake. Oh, all right. That'll do it for this edition of the Wishbone Shotgun Podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Check out this podcast for Anchor, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for all the great content, planes, trains, and automobiles. And for Tom Russo's Adam Reader, Noah Trombley, I am Mike Rifkin. Thank you for listening to the Wishbone Shotgun Podcast. Have a great week. Enjoy the football and namaste.